Hi everyone and welcome to my A to Z of musicals. Can you believe it? We're at the letter X. Well, in actual fact, we're having a combination today. We're having X and Y together because there aren't really that many letter X musicals and creatives and performers and in fact it's been a tough struggle. I've really really tried hard to find uh, things to share. I have a few but not many. So we're going to have X and Y. There are plenty of Ys which means that next time will be our final letter Z. But for now let's get straight in with our X's and my first and only proper musical, beginning with X, is Xanadu. Yes, the campy classic 1980 Universal film originally. And uh, I did watch it just uh, a month or so ago. A dreadful film, in my opinion. Uh, a bizarre story about a frustrated artist who's inspired by the ancient Greek muse Cleo and she comes down to earth in the form of a character called Kira. The story gets crazier because, wait for it, the characters are opening a roller disco in Venice Beach in Southern California and <laughs> yeah that's the premise of Xanadu. It had Olivia Newton-John, who, of course, had been hugely successful back in 1978, so only two years before, in the film adaptation of Grease. She's playing Cleo in this with Michael Beck as Sonny and the ever-always-wonderful Gene Kelly. This was actually his last screen musical and he plays the part of Danny. I do talk about Gene Kelly many times throughout this podcast series, especially in the letter K for Kelly. Um, and then I was thinking about Gene Kelly. He's in another film where he's on roller skates, this time back in 1955 in the MGM film It's Always Fair Weather. Again, I talk about this film in the Letter I podcast, but it has this wonderful scene where Gene Kelly is roller skating to the song I Like Myself, and it is a phenomenal routine. If you haven't ever seen it, check it out. It's phenomenal by far a million times better than any roller skating that you see in Xanadu, I'll tell you. And it got me thinking to other roller skating musicals. And of course, we have The Rink, Kandra Neb's The Rink, and that starred Cheetah Rivera and Liza Minnelli. And then we also have Starlight Ex Express, Andrew Lloyd Webber's mega successful hit. So roller skating isn't, new really to musicals. Uh, the staging of the musical numbers in the film of Xanadu were by Jerry Trent and Kenny Ortega and of course Kenny Ortega has gone on to choreograph many films and TV musicals over the years. Music by John Farrar, Jeff Lynn and the group ELO, Electric Light Orchestra and actually there are some fantastic songs, really great songs, particularly disco-y songs from 
the period of the late 70s and early 80s, including uh, Magic, Dancing, Suddenly, I'm Alive, and of course, the classic Xanadu, which for me is probably the best song in the show. In 2007, the show was a surprise hit on Broadway, this time with a book by Douglas Carter Bean. And it had Carrie Butler as Cleo and Cheyenne Jackson as Sonny and Tony Roberts, uh, who I talked about only recently in the letter V because he was in Victor Victoria when the show was on Broadway. Uh, he plays the Gene Kelly part of Danny. Uh, the show ran for 512 performances, which was a surprise. And there were two hysterically funny um, jealous muses that stole the show on Broadway and they were played by Mary Tester and Jackie Hoffman both absolutely brilliant now I am really delighted to include in letter X Michael Xavier he is an English actor, singer, performer he's all over the West End he's all over musical theatre I think he's an absolute gem. He's got a gorgeous voice. He's amazing. And actually, I've seen him in quite a number of things. I think the first time I saw Michael Xavier was in Soho Cinders. This is the uh, Styles and Drew alternative version of Cinderella. And it was really, really good. Uh, Michael Xavier, Jenna Russell was in this production, Amy Lennox. This was the original West End cast. He actually had starred in the gala concert first and Hannah Waddingham was in that uh, version. And there is a, an original cast recording of uh, Hannah and Michael. I then saw him in 2012 in Wonderful Town. This was on in Salford at the Lowry Theatre and then went on a UK tour. He played Bob Baker. I then saw him in probably my favourite show that he's done in Pyjama Game. I went down to London and he had taken over from Hadley Fraser as Sid Sorokin at the Shaftesbury Theatre. Joanna Riding and Claire Machin, Peter Polycarpo, Dan Burton, they all were in this company and it was absolutely fantastic. That was in 2014. In 2015, he was at the Many A Chocolate Factory, one of my favourite venues, in a production of Stephen Sondheim's Assassins, and he played John Wilkes Booth. It was, again, a brilliant production, actually, with amazing people, including Simon Lipkin and Carly Borden, who is just phenomenal. And, in fact, I saw her just before lockdown in Romantics Anonymous at the Bristol Old Vic. She really is one of my favourite performers and I'm hoping to see more and more of her. Uh, Assassins also had Andy Nyman in it and Anna Francolini. It was a really great production. He then was in, or I then saw him in Sunset Boulevard. I went down to the London Coliseum it was Glenn Close in her uh, first performance of Sunset Boulevard in the UK. And uh, he played Joe Gillis. I mean, what a great opportunity for him to work alongside 
Glenn Close and of course famously Rhea Jones the understudy did have to go on a number of times so it gave Rhea Jones the opportunity to star in the West End as Norma Desmond and of course she then went on to have her own tour of the show as well um so I've seen it I've seen the wonderful Michael Xavier in several things he's also done Into the Woods at the Regent's Park Open Air Theatre and he received an Olivier Award nomination for Best Performance in a Supporting Role in a Musical back in 2011 and he then had another Olivier Award nomination for playing the part of Oliver in Love Story, the beautiful Howard Goodall score with Emma Williams back in 2010 and in fact the show had its 10th anniversary last year and was meant to have a special uh, concert performance of the show well that has been uh, delayed and postponed and now will go ahead later this year in 2021 at the Cadogan Hall and I've got my ticket I cannot wait to see Michael Xavier and Emma Williams and Peter Polycarpu uh, perform this beautiful score of Love Story. Uh, Michael Xavier has also been Cornelius Hackle in Hello Dolly, uh, Captain Von Trapp and uh, Gaylord Ravenall in Showboat and he was in Bumble Scratch, the new musical by Robert Jason Sherman who's the son of Robert B Sherman of course from the Sherman Brothers fame. Now I have found two other X musicals. One is literally called X the Musical uh, and it's set in the not so distant future where we have one world government that dominates everything with music and lyrics by Robert S. J. Lucas and this has been presented at the Edinburgh Festival. And my final X, which is a bit of a cop-out, is I Can't Sing, the X Factor musical with book by Harry Hill, music and additional lyrics by Steve Brown. And this opened in the West End actually back in March 2014, was a complete disaster, ran for six weeks and three days and lost four million pounds. That's why we don't really hear much about it. So there you go. Letter X, short and sweet. Let's move on, shall we, to letter Y. Okay, we're on Y now, everyone. And my first letter Y has to be the Barbara Streisand directorial debut of Yentl, the 1983 film that was based on a story, Yentl the Yeshiva Boy, by Isaac Bashevis Singer. And Barbara Streisand first read this story back in 1968, and it took her 14 years to try to bring this successfully to the screen. I love Yentl. I think it's such a, a warm, beautifully and visually stunning film, and... Uh, in my mind, she shone in all the jobs that she did. She was the producer. She was the director. She was the co-author. She was the star. Barbara Streisand, is she ever anything but the star? Um, 
she adapted the original story with Jack Rosenthal. And uh, it's the story of Yentl, who lives in an Eastern European village back in 1904. And she wants to study the Torah. And uh, rather than marry and have children, and her father, God bless him, has helped her to read and understand the the teachings of the Torah. The Yentl has so many important themes running through it, family and faith and freedom. The music is gorgeous. Michelle Legrand wrote the music, lyrics by Marilyn and Alan Bergman. And we've got those incredible songs, Papa, Can You Hear Me? No Wonder, The Way He Makes Me Feel, A Piece of Sky... I love that song when the camera kind of just zooms in over the water at the end of the film onto the boat and she's uh, hopeful as she arrives in America. Just, just amazing. And the film won an Academy Award for Best Original Song Score or Adaptation Score. Um, and Papa Can You Hear Me was nominated for a Best Original Song. Five Academy Award nominations, but none for Barbara Streisand. What, what's going on? I, I just don't understand that. Why was she not nominated for her acting or for her producing or directing? I mean, she was just phenomenal, wasn't she? Um. She did win a Golden Globe for Best Director for Yentl, and uh, I just love it. Uh, I also enjoy the fact that she has Mandy Patinkin, this great musical theatre star, uh, as Avigdor, and he doesn't get a chance to sing. It would be nice for him to sing, and uh, Amy Irving, who plays Hadass, both brilliantly cast in this film, actually. Um, but nobody other than Barbara gets to sing. And most of it is kind of in her head. It's the voices that she's hearing uh, as she's telling this beautiful story. Yentl. Okay, next up we have Young Frankenstein, based on the 1974 very popular and very funny Mel Brooks comedy film. This show opened on Broadway with new music by Mel Brooks in November of 2007. And whilst it had fairly mixed reviews, the show ran for 484 performances. People enjoyed it and it was followed by a US tour. Uh, the team that had brought us the hugely successful The Producers back in 2001 on Broadway worked on Young Frankenstein with a book by Mel Brooks and Thomas Meehan. The cast for Young Frankenstein was brilliant. Roger Bart as Frederick Frankenstein, Megan Mullally as Elizabeth with Andrea Martin, Christopher Fitzgerald, Sutton Foster, Shula Hensley, just a great, great team. The show then did eventually make its way to the West End with a revised version opening in October of 2017. 
Now, if you've been listening to this podcast all the way through, you'll be well aware by now that I really love the music of Maury Yeston. And Maury Yeston is my next letter Y. He is an American composer and lyricist, a musical genius, I think. He had his first Broadway success with the musical Nine back in 1982. And I talk about that during my letter N podcast. He wrote the music and lyrics for the show and it won five Tony Awards, including Best Musical and Best Original Score. Uh, his next big piece of work in 1989 was on Grand Hotel. And it's really interesting because actually another pair had written the music, first of all, Robert Wright and George Forrest. And Tommy Tune came in to be the director and he was brilliantly creative. But actually, he wasn't massively impressed with the music and he went to Maury Yeston and asked him if he would come on board to improve the music, uh, to which Maury Yeston wrote 11 new songs. And the stage show was based on Grand Hotel, the 1932 film, as well as the original Vicky Bohm's novel from 1929. Grand Hotel ran for 1,017 performances on Broadway and Tommy Tune had done a brilliant job directing. It had Michael Jeter, Lillian Montevecchi, David Carroll, a young Jane Krakowski in the cast. And one of the things I discovered was actually that when Lillian Montevecchi left the show, Broadway dancer Sid Charisse actually replaced her and this was Sid Charisse's Broadway debut um, playing the part of a fading ballerina which is just wonderful isn't it there's a wonderful clip of Michael Jeter's performance at the Tony Awards uh, singing and dancing to We'll Take a Glass it's absolutely priceless uh, and definitely worth you watching now, Maury Yeston continued with amazing scores. In 1997, he brought out uh, Titanic and again, music and lyrics by him with a book by Peter Stone, uh, all about the 1912 disaster. And I talk about this in my Letter T podcast. Uh, it was nominated and won five Tonys, including Best Musical and Best Original Score for a Musical. Uh, Maury Yeston then brought us the off-Broadway musical Death Takes a Holiday in 2011, another show that I really love the score for, and I talk about that in my Letter D podcast. And Maury Yeston has also written an opera called Goya, A Life in Song, and he did his own musical version of Phantom of the Opera Story, um, which was first presented in 1991 in Houston called Phantom. And there is an original cast recording of that show. Maury Yeston, I think he is an absolute genius. Okay, I can vividly remember when I was just a young boy, so many, many moons ago, watching the amazing James Cagney 
in the 1942 Warner Brothers film Yankee Doodle Dandy. This was a, uh, a black and white biographical musical based on the life of George M. Cohan. And actually, whenever I go to New York and I'm in Times Square, I always make a point of stopping and acknowledging the statue there to George M. Cohan. And uh, this film really was probably one of the earliest movie musicals that I saw. And I remember loving it. I have watched it, to be fair, in fairly recent times and it didn't have the same impact at all. Although some of the musical numbers do. There's the lovely For It Was Mary that James Cagney sings to actress Joan Leslie and those wonderful classics You're a Grand Old Flag over there and the celebratory Give My Regards to Broadway and I kind of feel a song was coming on just then had to had to stop myself from bursting into singing. Uh, you wouldn't like that I can assure you. James Cagney, many believe, gave his finest performance, or certainly his finest musical performance, even though it wasn't his only musical performance. His heart was always in musical theatre and comedy, and as a young uh, teenager, he was in the Broadway chorus of a show called Pitter Patter in 1920. And he then went on the vaudeville circuit to learn his craft and trade, and whilst he played the tough guy in most of his screen movies particularly in the 1931 public enemy where he shot to fame and stardom he also did some movie musicals west point story something to sing about love me or leave me his first screen musical footlight parade in 1933 and in The Seven Little Foys, and in fact in that film he dances with Bob Hope to Yankee Doodle Dandy. Um, sadly, he never returned to the stage, but in this film he really brings the spirit of George M. Cohan alive. Uh, his performance has been described as brash and thrilling, and I think I agree with that really. Yankee Doodle Dandy, um, the subject matter, George M. Cohan, has been made into a stage musical called George M. in 1968 with Joel Grey performing as George M. Cohan. And actually a young Bernadette Peters was in this cast as well. And there is a really fabulous cast recording, if you can find that anywhere. This show, George M., ran on Broadway for 427 performances and in 1970 they actually made a TV version as well. Yankee Doodle Dandy. My next letter Y is American actor, singer and phenomenal dancer Tony Yazbek. Now I have been lucky enough to see him twice on Broadway. The first time in the 2008 production of Gypsy with Patti Lapone and uh, Laura Benanti. And Tony Yazbek plays the part of Tulsa. I actually saw this during a summer trip in August 2008 and the whole production just blew me away. It was the first time I saw Patti Lapone on stage and that was like going to heaven for a day. Uh, but. Tony Yazbek was just stunning in this part, 
particularly in the scene when he dances and sings All I Need Is The Girl. I just thought he was amazing. He'd actually been in Gypsy when he was younger in 1989. He made his Broadway debut but as a newsboy. Uh, that was during the Tyne Daler run as uh, Mama Rose, actually. The second time I saw Tony Yazbek on Broadway was in April of 2015. He was in the middle of his run in On The Town. This was the new um, Broadway production that opened in 2014. And he plays the part of Gaby. And in fact, he won an Astaire Award, the famous Fred Astaire Award, as Best Male Dancer of 2015. And Gaby is the main part, in my mind, in that show. And he, again, was just brilliant. He uh, has a great confidence about him and uh, a warmth in his performances. Tony Asbeck's been in lots and lots of theatrical performances and shows, including Oklahoma. He was in A Chorus Line when it uh, came back to Broadway in 2006. Sadly, by the time I got to see it, he'd moved on, but uh, it was a great production. He did White Christmas in 2009. He's played Billy Flynn in Chicago. And he was one of the replacements for Matthew Morrison in Finding Neverland. Again, I saw this show. I absolutely loved Finding Neverland, actually, and I'm really keen that this show will come to the UK. Um, Tony Yazbek took over from Matthew Morrison in the role of J.M. Barry in 2016. Since then, uh, Yazbek has been in Prince of Broadway and uh, in 2021 will be playing the part of Cary Grant in Flying Over Sunset. Tony Yazbek. My next letter Y is Brian Yorkey, American playwright and lyricist. And he teamed up in 2008 with Tom Kitt, the composer. And they've worked on some amazing shows. Their first one being Next to Normal, which started in workshops and then off-Broadway, finally opening on Broadway in April of 2009. Next to Normal was nominated for a staggering 11 Tony Awards and won three. Uh, Best Original Score for Yorkie and Kit, Best Orchestration and Best Performance of a Leading Actress for Alice Ripley. Next to Normal was directed by Michael Grief and of course he directed the original production of Rent, uh, Grey Gardens, Dear Evan Hansen and he's worked with Brian Yorkie and Tom Kitt on some of their other productions. Next to Normal interestingly also received the Pulitzer Prize for Drama and there have only been nine musicals to receive this honour. So I thought I'd just share with you those nine Pulitzer Prize winning musicals. The first being in 1932, Of Thee I Sing. 1950, South Pacific. 1960, Fiorello. 1962, How to Succeed in Business Without Really Trying. 1976, A Chorus Line. 1985, Sunday in the Park with George. 1996, Rent. 2010, 
next to normal and 2016 Hamilton all Pulitzer Prize winning drama productions amazing uh, Brian Yorkey has continued to collaborate with Tom Kitt they uh, brought us If Then and I talk about that show in the letter I the show with the wonderful Idina Menzel and they contributed music to Spongebob Squarepants, the Broadway musical. In fact, Tom Kitt did the orchestrations. And for Disney theatrical productions, they wrote the music and lyrics for Freaky Friday. That's one of my favourite Disney films, actually. Um, Brian Yorkey also collaborated with Sting and co-librettist John Logan on The Last Ship, which was on Broadway from the 29th of September 2014. Brian Yorkey. In 1967, we had You're a Good Man, Charlie Brown, which opened off-Broadway and actually ran for 1,597 performances. It was a long run and uh, people really enjoyed this show. Whilst it was off-Broadway, it had Gary Berghoff as the original Charlie Brown. Now, I remember him actually from the film and TV series MASH from the 1970s. He played a character called Radar. The story of You're a Good Man, Charlie Brown is based on those wonderful comic strip cartoons by Charles M. Schultz, the Peanuts comic strip. And I certainly remember watching uh, the TV animated series that accompanied this, as well as reading the comic strips in the newspaper and loving this world of characters. Charlie Brown, Lucy and Linus and Schroeder and Snoopy. And the music and lyrics were by Ch Clark Gessner and Book was credited as John Gordon, but actually Gessner said John Gordon was a collective name for the whole creative team because they all, the actors and the producers and the um, creatives, all kind of contributed during the process of developing the book. The show then went on tour and had a 1971 Broadway opening. Now, sadly, the Broadway production did not do especially well. In fact, it only had 15 previews and 32 performances, which is surprising after so many off-Broadway performances. But in 1999, we had a famous new production. This time, a few new songs were added by Andrew Lipper and the cast were incredible. Anthony Rapp as Charlie Brown with B.D. Wong as Linus and Roger Bart as Snoopy. And we had Christine Chenoweth joining the story as a new character called Sally. And in fact, Chenoweth and Bart both won Tony Awards for featured roles that year. Uh, as well as the 1999 production, there has been uh, a 2016 off-Broadway review. And of course, there was the 1968 West End production, which ran for 116 performances 
at the Fortune Theatre. Now that's the home of The Woman in Black, the um, scary horror story that has, has actually run since 1989 at the Fortune Theatre. So there we have You're a Good Man, Charlie Brown. We've had singer, dancer, performer Tony Yazbek. Well, we have another Yazbek, David Yazbek. This time he is a composer and lyricist. And of course, back in 2000, he brought us the, the musical The Full Monty, which ran for two years on Broadway, actually. Um, it was recommended by Adam Gettle that David Yazbek did the music and lyrics for this book by Terence McNally and the full Monty of course based on the famous film it was nominated for a Tony Award for best original score and David Yazbek also contributed lyrics to the musical Bombay Dreams this Bollywood themed musical with music by A.R. Rahman and lyrics by Don Black and a number of people contributed to that show. That opened in the West End uh, in 2002 and then on Broadway in 2004. David Yazbek also uh, did the music and lyrics for Dirty Rotten Scoundrels, again based on a film, this time from 1988. It opened in 2005 with Norbert Leo Butts as Freddie and John Lithgow as Lawrence. In fact, uh, Norbert Leo Butts won the Tony Award that year for Best Actor in a Musical. And the show was nominated for Best Original Score by David Yazbek. Uh, Yazbek then worked with the wonderful Patti Lapone and Brian Stokes Mitchell in Woman on the Verge of a Nervous Breakdown, 2010 on Broadway. This was an adaptation of the Pedro Almodovar 1988 film. And uh, it had fairly mixed uh, to poor reviews actually and ran for 69 performances. In more recent times, uh, Yazbek worked on The Band's Visit. This won the Tony Award for best original score. It premiered off-Broadway and then went to Broadway um, in 2017. And in 2019, uh, Yazbek worked on Tootsie, the uh, stage production based on the wonderful 1982 Dustin Hoffman comedy film. And Tootsie, the film, is absolutely brilliant. It's one of my all-time favourite films. Uh, I just go back to it regularly. It's so funny. Uh, Dustin Hoffman and, and the ensemble cast in that film are fabulous. So, of course, when I was on Broadway, I had to go and see Tootsie to see what that production was like. And Santino Fontana was playing the roles of Michael Dorsey and Dorothy Michaels. And uh, the show was nominated for 11 Tony Awards and won two. And I did enjoy it, I have to say. It was funny, it was light, it was easy to watch. It was a good evening, um, but I still think I prefer the film. But there you go, quite a lot of great music and lyrics by David Yazbek.
And here we are, everyone, at that point of the show when I stop and think, who have we missed? Well, we've missed Yellow Submarine, the 1968 animated cartoon film, sort of a psychedelic, surreal fantasy, really, uh, with images and the voices of the Beatles. And of course, they're traveling around in a yellow submarine with amazing music in this, including Eleanor Rigby, Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds, Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band, and When I'm 64. We haven't talked about American singer and actress Rachel York, who starred on Broadway in a whole heap of brilliant shows. She made her Broadway debut in City of Angels back in 1989. Um, in 1998, she was in Scarlet Pimpernel. She's played Fontaine in Les Mis. She was Norma Cassidy in Victor Victoria on stage with the wonderful Julie Andrews. She was in Dirty Rotten Scoundrels that I just mentioned, composed, of course, by David Yazbek. Um, she was in Disaster and Head Over Heels. And she's toured with Anything Goes. And in fact, she also was in the West End in a production of Kiss Me Kate back in 2002, Rachel York. And finally, we have Yank the Musical, a World War II love story with a difference, really. Um, music and lyrics by David Zelnick and his brother Joseph Zelnick with a gorgeous 1940s styled score. And it opened off-Broadway in 2010 and then in 2017 we had the European premiere at my favourite Manchester venue, the Hope Mill Theatre and in the cast was the gorgeous Sarah Louise Young playing the part of Louise with Scott Hunter, Luke Bayer and Tom Lloyd, all brilliant performers and the show did transfer to the Charing Cross Theatre in London uh, later in 2017 with Scott Hunter reprising the role of Stu Yank the Musical. Well, that's all we have for today's podcast. I hope you've enjoyed listening to Letter X and Letter Y, which means we've only got Letter Z left next time. So I'm looking forward to sharing that with you. So until then, have a Doris Day. <laughs>